it's time for Ultimate Bass, your all-bass fishing radio show. For the next hour, Ultimate Bass will take you fishing across the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros, bringing you the latest in tackle, techniques, technology, and just plain talk. And now, here's the host of Ultimate Bass, tournament pro Kent Brown. It is Saturday morning, September the 1st. You guys know I love you because I'm in here on opening day of dove season. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't missed an opening day of dove season in I'm not sure how many years. It's been a lot. Uh, That's okay. We'll get a little afternoon shoot in. Uh, but uh, a lot, a lot to bring to you, um, and kind of a special show. We finally, finally caught up with one of the legends in bass fishing uh, and got an interview, got him on the show, so uh, pretty cool. So uh, you guys will hear who that is in a little bit, but uh, last weekend, man, there was so much going on. The final BASS tournament, Lake Oneida, the Bassmaster Elite Series, wrapped up this season, and um, the guy with the red shoes won, Boyd Duckett. He uh, held off. Everybody, uh, just uh, just about six ounces over uh, our buddy Randy Howell. Randy uh, Randy led that tournament for two days, wound up uh, 62 pounds even. Duckett 62.6. Uh, Duckett getting a spot into the Bassmasters Classic with that win. Uh, Duckett, a former Bassmaster Classic um, champion. Scott Rook finishing up in third. Takahiro in fourth. Ott Defoe, man, he's a, he has... Uh, Tore him up since coming over uh, to the Bassmaster Elite Series from the FLW Tour. Brent Chapman uh, wrapped up the Angler of the Year title. Congratulations to uh, to Brent. He uh, finished up in sixth, fifty six ten. Nate Wellman in seventh. Jason Quinn in eighth. Uh, the Big Show. Terry Scroggins in ninth. John Cruz rounds out the top ten. And uh, it was uh, it was a pretty cool tournament. They uh, um, Duckett found the fish while sitting in the patio of the house he was staying at. A um, bunch of smallmouth just started uh, uh, running bait fish. And as Duckett tells the story, he was arguing with Kelly Jordan that they were perch. And uh, Jordan said they were smallmouth. And they went out and uh, uh, proved they were actually not perch. And uh, caught them right there behind the house they were staying at. So uh, obviously didn't have to burn a whole lot of gas to uh, uh, win that tournament. So it's kind of uh, kind of cool. Bassmaster Classic Field is set from the Elite Series. Um, let's see, we've got a bunch of Western guys that, uh, that are going, uh, winning you're in on the elite series, Chris Lane, Alton Jones, Ish Monroe, Brandon Palinick, Jeremy Starks, Brent Chapman, uh, Todd Faircloth, JVD, Jonathan Van Dam, and Boyd Duckett, all one and, uh, are in, uh, Chapman also getting in through the, uh, angler of the year race and Chapman won on the open series as well. And that will play into effect a little bit later in the year as to whether or not there'll be a couple more guys. And one of our Western guys getting into the Bassmasters Classic. Ott Defoe, Terry Scroggins, Todd Faircloth, Randy Howe, Matt Heron, KVD, Edwin Evers, Bill Lowen, Aaron Martins, Skeet rounds out uh, 11th, Bobby Lane, Hackney, Chris Lane, David Walker, Dean Rojas, Nate Wellman, Cliff Pace, John Cruz, Mark Davis, Yasuki Miyazaki, Brandon Card, uh, Gerald Swindle, Takahiro Omori, our buddy Shaw Grigsby, Marty Robinson, Tommy Biffle, and Russ Lane uh, all are in. Uh, three guys that are in via the uh, multiple qualification allowed Cliff Prince, Jason Quinn, and Ike being the last qualifier in right now. Uh, two guys left to get in. So here's the question. If Lane, if, if uh, Chris Lane or uh, or Brent Chapman fish the remaining open, uh, then that will allow two more anglers in. 
If they don't fish, then those two anglers don't get in from the Elite Series. The first angler that gets in is our buddy Mike McClellan. Now, McClellan is absolutely one of the favorites on Grand Lake. So uh, if, uh, if the reigning Classic Champ and the Angler of the Year decide to uh, fish the remaining last open in the three-part open series because they've won and your win and your in only counts if you fish all three tournaments and attend. You can't just pay your entry fee. Then that will allow Mike McClellan in. And if they, if, uh, if either one of them fish, uh, the last remaining open, if both of them fish, then that allows, uh, our buddy Jared Lintner in. So we're kind of, uh, hoping that both of them go on and, uh, fish both the, uh, the remaining opens and Lintner and McClellan get in. But do you, as a competitor, um, do you let probably one of the best fishermen on, uh, Grand Lake in to the classic or do you not want to, not want him there? How do you? Well, you know, that's kind of a tough one, isn't it? We'll have to uh, have to see how that one works out. Hey, the FLW Tour has uh, announced their schedule for 2013, and uh, no surprise, uh, there will be no FLW Tour events, FLW majors uh, in the West. I think the farthest they're coming is uh, Grand Lake in Oklahoma, but uh, they're, uh, they're they're staying back. No surprise there. Uh, they've never even hinted that they'll bring an FLW tournament to the West. The big surprise coming out of FLW this week was the fact that they have uh, discontinued the FLW Open events, uh, the FLW Tour opens and uh, those uh, four or five events so not going to see those so we'll uh, just have the uh, just have the FLW tour but no conflicting dates with the Bassmaster Elite Series so guys like Ish and some of the others who may want to go and fish both circuits they'll be able to uh, travel and it's going to it's going to take some uh, logistics to get around but it's going to uh, they they can do it. Uh, they are going to the bass postseason. They've uh, got the top eight are qualifying to go there uh, and fish the uh, fish the postseason. But you can still vote in uh, your favorites. You can go on to Bassmaster.com and log in. Uh, no silly regional deals this year. You just pick the four guys you want in, which is uh, kind of cool. They've uh, they've got that voting that starts runs through the tenth of September, and uh, we'll be hearing this week and next week. We'll be hearing from some of the guys that uh, well they want your vote quite frankly and well one of the guys we're going to hear from today is uh is our old buddy he's uh he's a triton toyota team member uh the g-man gerald swindle gerald's going to be hanging out with us a little bit later live from uh, alabama so we're going to be hanging out with gerald talking uh, uh talking the elite series talking next season and talking about uh, uh this awesome prize package he's put together for everybody who uh who votes for him and uh I think logs onto his Facebook page or something. So anyway, we're going to uh, uh we're going to see how that works out. Gerald's going to tell us how to all get signed up for his uh his big prize. We'll be hanging out with that. The US Open coming up. Uh that's going to be uh starting next weekend at uh, Lake Mead. Beautiful Lake Mead. Uh US Open is going to be a great event. Going to be a good field back there, so we'll uh, we'll definitely see that. Hey, let's talk a little bit about what happened last weekend at the FLW Open. Yeah, a legend. A legend in bass fishing tops the field, uh, none other than Larry Nixon. And, you know, you talk about credentials with a guy like Larry Nixon. He's the uh, first angler to reach a million dollars in BASS. He's won uh, $1.6 in bass, $1.4 in FLW outdoors. He's a two-time bass angler of the year, Bassmaster Classic champion, qualified for, I think, 14 uh, FLW championships, 20 
some five, I think, Bassmaster Classics. Uh, just just a, a legend in our sport, and we were lucky enough, thanks to the help of our buddy Jay Yellis for uh, hooking us up with him. Uh, we're actually, uh, when we come back from our break, uh, hanging out with uh, Jay Yellis. So kind of cool. We're going to get to talk to Jay and, and uh, or uh, talk to uh, Larry Nixon, and that's going to be just kind of cool. We want to thank Jay for, uh, for hooking us up with Larry. We've never had him on the show, never in uh, eight years got a chance to uh, – Get him on the show, so it's going to be kind of cool to uh, to get a chance to hang out with him. Hey, for you Triton owners that have been waiting for your sign-up deal, the uh, cards went out, and they're in the mail. You should see them this week, so uh, keep an eye in the mailbox and uh, get signed up for that tournament. Remember, we are giving away a fully rigged boat um, to one of the guys, that uh, one of the owners that sign up and come up and fish with us. So uh, check that out. You guys will be seeing that. And uh, we also want to... Uh, a couple of things going on. Uh, guns, fishing, and other stuff has a big uh, Delta seminar going on with Robbie Chickasawa. Robbie uh, is a pro staffer for uh, River to Sea and several other companies. Great Delta fisherman, and uh, Robbie's going to be doing that down at Guns, fishing, and other stuff. That's going to be Thursday the sixth from six to seven p.m. So stop by down there uh, if you're in the Vacaville area. Make plans to go down and hang out and uh, learn a little bit about the Delta, one of the young guns. So um, hang out with uh, with Robbie. Hey, college fishing, the 2012 Western Conference Championship going on in Utah lake and near as i can tell uh from looking at the standings and looking at uh looking at what happened back there um utah lake sucks because uh it does not look like fishing's very good back there it's uh, uh pretty rough back there cal state long beach team leading they've cut it down to five uh going in cal state long beach is uh, alex cox and justin gangle leading the tournament uh nicholas carico and tony dayton from chico state in second uh, Jason Carsboom, Bobby Fletcher from Arizona State University in third, Oregon State University, uh, Zach McDonald and William Sparks, and uh, rounding out the top five, still fishing today, uh, UC Santa Cruz, which is uh, Chris Roden and Sam Sayed. Humboldt State, tough one for them. Uh, Joe Wan and Shao Makai, Jen Edgar and Derek Hicks, both sixth and seventh. We had to go all the way down. Um, let's see. Our UC Davis guys. Uh, Philip Choi and boy, these guys have a tough one. They, they would even confuse Chris Jones, Kaus, Kaus Perales, uh, in 12th and, uh, from UC Davis, Robert Metsura and, uh, Thomas Kanamoto in 14th from Sac State. So a uh, tough one for, uh, college fishing weights are way down. You know, they, no one, uh, I think there was been one or two limits caught, uh, in two days of fishing from, uh, the college kids. So keep an eye on that FLW college fishing, um, going to be, uh, going to be a pretty good event. So, um, they'll wrap that up today. Utah Lake, you know, we had that at Folsom just a couple of years ago, and I bet they wish they were back at Folsom from the looks of the, the weight's being weighed there. We're going to jump into our first set of breaks, guys, when we come back. A legend in our sport. Uh, a guy that we are uh, just pretty happy to get the chance to hang out, stick around. We're going to be hanging out with none other than Larry Nixon. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. Lawrence Electronics is the world leader in design and manufacturing of high-quality sport fishing sonar and GPS units. And their new high-definition systems are state-of-the-art and light years ahead of the competition. If you want the highest-definition broadband fish-finding capabilities available, you need a Lawrence. Less noise, more targets, crystal clear clarity, incredible shallow and deep water performance, and expandability at no extra cost. With 45 years manufacturing experience, Lowrance products provide 
Sportsman with the ultimate in high-performance features at competitive prices. Check out the new state-of-the-art high-definition system of sonar and GPS mapping electronics at your favorite tackle store or on the web at Lawrence.com. Hey there, baby. I'm just a fish, a small fish in a big pond. Love me some good old clean water. California is home to some of the best swimming and boating anywhere. So dumping raw sewage into our waterways spreads disease, prolonged illness, and kills our friends, the fish. <laughs> that ain't cool, baby. So pump out your boat or use the restrooms before you go out to play. Log on to BoatResponsibly.com and get full details, pumping instructions, and a complete list of convenient pump-out locations. Dump at the pump. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. Clean is cool, baby. Yeah. Brought to you by the California Department of Boating and Waterways. Hi, I'm your friendly marine dealer with a question. Got outboard problems? If you're thinking back to last summer and nodding, then get rid of that old outboard and replace it with a new, sleek silver Honda. Honda makes outboards from 2 to 225 horsepower, and all of them are rock solid when it comes to reliability. They're incredibly quiet, powerful, fuel efficient, which is always important these days, and they offer more charging capacity for all of your electronics. Plus, Honda backs their outboards with a factory direct, non-declining five-year warranty. Non-declining means the coverage is the same on the last day as it is on the first. Now that's real coverage. Honda outboards also have lots of exclusive technology like VTEC and Blast you just won't find anywhere else. To learn more, go to hondamarine.com or come in and see us. Stop by your local Honda Marine dealer and check out the new BF250, the incredible award-winning 250 horsepower outboard from Honda Marine. More techniques are calling for braided line than ever before. Frogs punching and the Alabama rig require the strength, castability, power, and abrasion resistance that Toughline gives you. Toughline pioneered the use of braided specter fibers in fishing lines, and all Toughline braided lines are manufactured here in the U.S. Toughline XP is more compact, smaller in diameter, packs better on reels, offers better knot performance, it casts further, reduces rod tip wraps, and boasts higher abrasion resistance. Catching bass two at a time, under the slop or deep in the weeds, you can count on Toughline to put the bass in the boat. Spool up with Toughline at your local dealer or learn more at toughline.com. When I take my friends or family fishing, I make sure everyone's wearing life jackets. Last year, a friend of mine fell overboard, got tangled up in the lines, couldn't swim, and panicked. His life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out. Does that make me feel like a hero? Actually, yeah, it does. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket oath and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets. Go to BoatCalifornia.com or check us out on Facebook. The California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. Hey, you know they're your bass fishing headquarters. In the Bay Area, our friends at High's Tackle Box in South San Francisco. And for Labor Day, it's 15% off on most items. You can check it out at highstackleboxshop.com. There are some exclusions, but pretty much everything in the store, 15% off. All you have to do is uh, shop highstackleboxshop.com or stop by their store, 40 Chestnut Avenue in South San Francisco, and visit our friends at High's Tackle Box. Always been your saltwater headquarters. Now they're your bass fishing and headquarters to the place to go if you're in the Bay Area, highest tackle box. It's time for our weekly Clear Lake Doc Talk report. Brought to you exclusively by Canoc Vista Casino. Just two hours from Sacramento or San Francisco. Canoc Vista Casino is your Clear Lake fishing headquarters. With the largest marina on the lake, 90 powered boat slips, 80 hotel rooms overlooking the lake, affordable bass angler rates all year, free launch ramp, wireless internet, and for you RV owners, there's a 74-space park right next to the casino. Launch your boat, put it in a free powered slip, and enjoy the 
night action in the casino, offering the newest in slots and table games and the steakhouse and bar. And now it's time for Doc Talk. Hey, guys, this is definitely one of our favorite times to go fishing at Clear Lake the month of September. You know, if you've been thinking about getting up there and you haven't got up to Clear Lake, September is a great time of year. Still some topwater fish. Still uh, fish deep in the weeds for punching or uh, throwing a frog, doing all that fun stuff. But this is also a time of year the fish start making their move to outside structure and rock piles. And you can uh, uh, use in your Lowrance depth finder, run around, find those fish. You can catch them off the rock piles, whether you're throwing a big deep diving crankbait or you're uh, throwing a jig swim bait or uh, uh, drop shot a worm there's a lot of different techniques that you can catch them and, and a great time of year to explore down in the middle part of the lake and uh, rattlesnake and and down into uh, the red bud arm and uh, get get and check uh, check the lake out in september it's a lot of fun still great top water fishing to be had and uh, just about anything you want to do a lot of tournaments coming up at clear lake as well whether it's the toc the triton owners tournament the stratos uh, champion owners tournament the bob's marines putting on uh, or just about any of the other events that uh, you guys are going to see coming up it's a time of year to get up and uh, book a room can octavista casino or an rv spot and uh, hang out with our friends and uh, just a little note to our buddy up there bob higgins at clear lake i heard bob had uh, a little knee surgery yesterday so uh i guess they uh they're replacing uh, parts on the old guy well i hope they can find some replacement parts on anything with that many miles on it higgies i hope you get better buddy and uh we'll see you up there soon that's your uh, clear lake doc talk for the week Bassmaster Magazine rated Clear Lake as one of the top 10 bass lakes in the country. You can enjoy great fishing and stay right on the lake at Canocti Vista Casino. With everything you need to make your stay enjoyable, all you have to worry about is catching fish. Whether you're fishing a major tournament, club derby, or just a weekend away, make Clear Lake and Canocti Vista Casino your next bass fishing destination. For information and reservations, check out canocti-vista-casino.com. And now, back to Ultimate Bats with Kent Brown. Guys, we start our eighth year, the first week of October with Ultimate Bass, and it has uh, been way too long trying to get this guy on the Ultimate Bass Radio Show. He is a legend in bass fishing. He's won Bassmaster Classics, two Anglers of the Year with BASS. Just flip over the last 14 years on uh, FLW Tour. He's only won a million and a half dollars there. The first guy to win a million dollars in BASS and uh, the latest champion. Last week, Detroit River, the general, Larry Nixon. You don't know how special it is to have you on the show, buddy. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate you hunting me down and I want to thank Jay Ellis for giving you my phone number. He wrote it on I'm the excited. bathroom. He wrote it on the bathroom wall at the launch ramp. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Now I'm going to get him. Yeah, for a good time, call Larry. You know, so man, congratulations. It was it was you know so cool. I know everybody last week. A lot of them were watching uh, uh, watching the bass tournament at Oneida to see who was going to be in and out of the classic. But uh, we were we were all following real close the FLW Open tournament as well, and uh, especially after you were leading on day three, pulling for you, man. Wanted to see you. Uh, you know, no no stranger to the winner's circle, but wanted to see you back up there with that trophy again. Hey, I was getting kind of lonely. It'd been I hadn't won since '07. And when I got in the contention in the middle of that thing, my phone started lighting up like a Christmas tree. I never had so many texts and and Facebook uh, pops in uh, the last two days. Plus, 
after the thing was over, uh, it's just been incredible what this new uh, media generation, you know, they find out so fast. Yeah, word travels quick. They don't have to wait 30 days for a magazine to hit the mailbox to find out who won. You know, so. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's been incredible. I think we knew uh, what you had in the live well before you actually weighed in. So that was, uh, you know, pretty pretty cool. It's out there. You've seen the sport go through, uh, uh, man, some major league changes when you uh, when you go back to your first Bassmasters Classic in, what was that, 76? Oh, yeah. I started in January of 77 and finished second to Rick Clun in that Classic. In that Classic. Lake Tahoe, and, and uh, it, we've seen a, uh, a lot of changes. The sports uh, sports seen a lot of, uh, I guess, a lot of good and a lot of bad. What uh, what what do you think of, of where the sport is now, Larry? Well, let me give you a good and bad. Mm-hmm. If it hadn't been for a lower ounce, I would never, ever have found them fish. Well, I'm not going to say I wouldn't have found them. I would never have found them again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I couldn't have went back to that little area because, you know, I'm 10 miles from shore out in the middle of the lake, and... Uh, uh, it was it was just one of them things where the GPS was an absolute must. And uh, the bad part about it is, is you know, back in the 80s and 90s, early 90s, me and David Fritz owned ledge fishing. Right. You know, if there was a ledge tournament, you better look out. Me or him, one was going to be right there at the top. And now all of a sudden, all these little whippersnappers, they can run up and down the river and see where we're fishing without us being there. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's it's a map right there on got, their HDS. You got the most uh, the best updated lake map in the world right there on your lower ants and and uh, uh, you know that part of it me and him both despise them for that reason. <laughs> I wish they'd just give us all a handheld and then make us go back to reading maps. Hey, for you folks on the West Coast, we are interviewing Larry Nixon, not Dee Thomas, although they both take about the same path when we start talking about whippersnappers and technology. My old buddy Dee Thomas, I'll tell you, I talked to him not too awful long ago, believe it or not. So, uh, well, that's, that's yeah, fun. Yeah. Well, let's talk about a little West Coast connection uh, a bait. You caught some of your fish. I know you were drop shotting, but a bait you said you caught some fish on was the new Berkeley Sick Fish, uh, and now that bait really was originated right up on Clear Lake by a, a buddy of Skeets. And, uh, yes, I, I know full well the whole story on that bait. And uh, uh, the one day it got kind of about 10 o'clock in the morning. Now, I'd kind of put this together and practice a little bit that, that I could get bit on that kind of a bait if I had the perfect conditions. And it, it couldn't be very windy. I mean, they would not move off that bottom if it was blowing hard. light to medium light, you couldn't even get one to follow it or look at it. And during that practice time, you know, I got a few bites on it, and when everything was perfect, and it seemed like every time I got a bite, it was a big one. You know, I mean, it was one of them four-and-a-half-pounders, ones you knew you had to have to win. And, and during the tournament, actually, I didn't catch anything on it the first day. Uh, the second day, I had 20 pounds in the live well at like 8.05. And I said, holy cow. And that wind started flattening out, and I picked it up, and I caught a 414 and a 410. And I knew then I had 23 pounds right at it, and I was culling four-pounders, and I said, i got to quit this stuff, you know. Now, these were smallmouth, right? (laughs) Yes, these are all smallmouth. All smallmouth, yeah. I mean, we're talking four-pounders, but these weren't four-pound largemouth. These were four-pound smallies. They were four-pound smallies. I wound up with 20 smallies that weighed 84.11, I think. That's a four-pound average, buddy. I mean, that's big smallmouth. That is awesome, awesome. And, uh, anyway, the third day, 
Uh, I didn't, uh, don't think I got the right conditions at all. I never even got any. It was funny. I mean, if you knew it was right, you would immediately see a follower or you'd catch one or two. But uh, 95% of my fish, I caught them all drop shot, and, you know, a California technique that I have got pretty good at, thank goodness. Uh, it's one of them styles of fishing that falls right down my alley, and and uh, I learned by looking at the bait fish that there was a better lure than a, uh, you know, the little standard stuff. Uh, they wasn't feeding on gobies. They wasn't feeding on little worms. I could catch fish on them, but they'd be them three-pounders. What bait were you drop shot? I was drop shotting the Ber- Berkeley uh, uh, Gulp Alive uh, Shad. Uh, in fact, I think they call it a uh, uh, a jerk shad, yes. The, 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 the jerk, jerk shad. shad. Arkansas Shiner, which is a green and with a very little bit of white on the belly. Uh-huh. And I caught a couple big ones in practice on the goby, but nothing that I weighed in in the tournament. And... Uh, but by looking at the minnows, you know, I could catch them on everything. I threw, I threw the little bait that, uh, uh, oh, Jackal has a, a cross a tail. tail. I caught yeah. a lot of fish on it, but no big ones. And uh, every time I'd put that big minnow on there, I'd get a big one. Yeah. And uh, there was no perch in the area. There was no rock bass in the area. It seemed like there was just millions of them little blue-looking schools of fish that run through the water. I guess they were, they were Elways or something. I don't know what they were. Right. And uh, the boys around me, they were throwing tubes and stuff, and they wasn't catching quite the quality I was. Right. Right. That's a, that was an awesome string of fish, and the final day was great to see you. Uh, you know, with over 20 pounds, you're considered, Larry, the. Uh, the best worm fisherman, you know, that's ever bass fished. I mean, you, you know, when when someone talks about worm fishing, you know, they don't they don't talk very long until Larry Nixon's name comes up. Are you the best worm fisherman in the country? <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm the best worm fisherman in the world, but I'll tell you what, nobody loves a worm better than I do, so they can you can, you can take that to the bank. Are there other <laughs> techniques that that you really go, man? I'm you know, I really like that technique. I mean, you're not a one-dimensional guy. You wouldn't have the success you've had, but uh, are there other techniques? I love uh, I love dragging a jig or hopping a jig. I've got a lot of different ways that I fish a jig. I'm a I'm a jewel jig guy. I love their football head. Uh, have you gotten into the big stuff, three-quarter, one-ounce, doing all that? Oh, yes, you have to. Yeah. I mean, you just get more bites in that real deep water if you'll go up to that three-quarter, one-ounce jig. That's just, uh, that's just a given. And uh, something about speed of the fall and uh, the amount of, uh, um, you know, it, mount- it bouncing off of different things. A heavier jig does a better job than a lighter jig. And there's times when a lighter jig does a better job than a heavy jig, but you've got to figure that out as is the time of the year, you know. And uh, but that's my other good favorite uh, fishing a big Texas rig worm. Ain't nothing better than a big ten inch power worm. I, but my favorite and my lifesaver tournament in and tournament out is the uh, 6.75 have up drop sh- or uh, bottom hopper that new worm I designed for Berkeley. Right. Putting it on a shaky head and picking up my spinning rod with a some braided line and about a 10-foot liter of 8- or 10-pound test line. And, you know, that's that's my bread and butter. That gets me that gets me my fish every tournament. And then as soon as I get on a good worm pattern, I'll go to looking for a big fish pattern. That's, uh, that, is, uh, that is awesome. How long have you been playing with the drop shot technique? I'm going to say about five or six years. Uh, it could have been a little longer than that. I had a really, really good tournament up at Teleco and Loudoun. 
in a in a FLW event uh, four, five, six years ago out on ledges, and everybody was just shocked, you know, when I I called them all drop shot, and they're all out there cranking and doing all that stuff. That, kills my shoulder i can't do that no more <laughs> <laughs> is there a technique you just despise is there a technique you just like i don't like doing that oh the alabama rig i hate the thing <laughs> and it's me it's more or less because of my age and my my shoulders and uh, i can't cast it anymore both my thumbs my i've got a little arthritis in my history and my family and and, uh, you know, it makes it hard to deal with big, heavy lures like that. And, Folks, we're interviewing Larry Nixon once again, not me, Thomas, but the same answers that come out of him. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, you know, the, the, it's, it's a new technique, the swim bait craze I'm trying to keep up. Uh, I've got a good friend, Luke Clawson, who's from Washington out that way. Absolutely. Luke does his show uh, pretty regularly with us. He, he keeps me... Uh, he keeps me informed on swim bait crazes and things like that. He was pretty shocked I caught two or three big ones on that swim bait over there at, at, uh, at uh, St. Clair. And um, anyway, uh, you know, you got to be able to do it all. I'm, there's nothing I've ever been uncomfortable fishing. I've, I've cranked my whole life. I've won tournaments on crankbaits, spinnerbaits, uh, you name it. But uh, when it all comes down to it, if you don't have a worm or a jig pattern, in my in my views, if you don't have a worm or a jig pattern, you're not going to win a tournament in four days. Exactly. You've got to have something to fall back on. Got to slow down sometimes, especially with weather patterns and changes in the weather and things like that. Larry, we're talking about, you know, the, the, the young fisherman, 21-year-old angler, wins the Forest Wood Cup this year. Um, what do you see in the young fishermen now, and, and both good and bad? What do, you, what do you see with those guys? Well, I've been seeing it for I've been seeing it come along, come on strong for ten years now. Because uh, you know, when you go to championships or classics, and you've got ten, eleven, twelve-year-old kids walking around with jerseys on, and they're saying, "I'm going to be the next Larry Nixon," or "I'm going to be the next Kevin Van Dam," mm-hmm. uh, and you just hear this day in and day out at sports shows that these kids are dedicating themselves to it, just like Jacob Wheeler. That's all he's ever done. And, uh, you know, he, he fishes every day. He just, uh, it's just like a, a tennis competitor or anybody else. Right. Uh, the more you're on the water, the more ha- you get in that habit of constantly catching fish, there's never a, you're never scared of any body of water then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we, out here, you know, I mean, I, I had the, uh, I had the privilege. Some days it was a privilege. Some days he was a complete pain in my butt. Uh, but was hanging out with Justin Lucas from the time he was 13 years old. And I'm a big Jay Luke fan, and, and he's a good kid. And, and uh, you know, from 13 to about 17, we uh, we bloodied him up pretty good. Every chance we got, we beat him up, and uh, you know, told him what he was doing wrong, and made sure that he, you know, he didn't get too far out of hand. But really cool to see him, uh, you know, now expand on the national level and have a some degree of success. It's really, uh, really cool to see those young fishermen, you know, grew up out here with Skate and, and Jay, and all of us were running together and traveling and fishing together, and, and uh, now, you know, now we're the old guys, you know, so you take a look at uh, some of these young kids, they're amazing. As long as they keep their heads screwed on straight and they're nice and smile and say hi, yeah. I, can, I can live with them. When they walk by me and don't say hi, I think, boy, what a little turd you are. <laughs> Justin Lucas is awesome boy. He's a good, he's a good kid. He's always friendly to me and uh, wishing me good luck, do good. And, and, and Luke Clawson's the same way. You know, I, there's there's a bunch of them that I really, really, really like. As you uh, as you get into the sport, you uh, you have been known as the general 
Uh, is that from straightening some of these young guys out? No, that's from a decision I made right in the middle of a tournament. And uh, it was the last day of a tournament at Lake Wheeler, and, and me and Mark Rose had been fishing the same little 50-yard stretch about 40 miles up the river, and the wind had switched around out of the north, and I knew it was going to be a tougher day up there. And I got about 10 miles up the lake, and I stopped the boat, and I looked over at my cameraman, and I said, you know what? I've been here and did this before. If I go up there, I'm not going to win this tournament. And I turned around, went all the way back to the dam and went in a creek where the wind wasn't blowing and just slowed down and took me a good old jig and frog and got out on a little channel ledge and it just followed it. And about every hour I'd catch one and I won that thing, just blowed them away. I caught like 17 pounds that day. <laughs> I could come in and, and somebody said, now only a general would pull that one. Yeah, that's experience talking, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you were on stage last week, though. You didn't want to talk about fishing. You wanted to talk about deer hunting and duck hunting. Well, it's that time of year, and, uh, you know, I'm taking my grandson tomorrow. We're going to go shoot some doves and have a good time, and and uh, I'll be in the squirrel woods probably about Tuesday of next week for a few days, and then I'll come home about the weekend and get ready to start going to Wheeler. I've got an event at Wheeler about the September the 14th, and it's kind of kind of an important event, but I'd rather just stay in the woods, to be honest with you. <laughs> but since I'm way up in the points on the open side, I'm going to give it a good shot and see if I can go ahead and make the championship for next year. And, and then missing this one this year won't be quite such a disappointment. Will it change how you fish next year uh, with the uh, with the, if you if you're already qualified? Would it change anything you did? No, I love to win. I love to I love to be up there because of all the attention I get from the kids. You know they they keep me going. Uh, they're so good. All these youngsters on the FLW tour are incredible, and uh, they uh, they just uh, I don't know. I just like being up there. So they can talk about it. <laughs> well, you have uh, you have had some some great television memories for uh, bass fans throughout the world and uh, over the years. Obviously, the big fish in Toho. You know, you, you you probably don't get to go a day or an interview that someone doesn't bring that fish up. No, and of all people, Jay Ellis lipped that bass for me, or lipped. I caught, I actually caught the ten ten during the competition, and Jay Ellis was my partner. That's back when we used to draw. Right. And uh, he lipped that one. Now, the one that I caught in the finals that was on the Bassmaster right at the beginning of the show forever and ever and ever, it weighed 7, 7.11 or 7.14. And, uh, you know, that was just uh, one of them moments that I've always just, it don't hurt me to turn my head. I hooked that big sucker, and it jumped straight out of the water, and it jumped to the boat, so I'm looking down the length of its body, <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I got me another 10-pounder, you know, and I turned to that cameraman, and I said, oh, my gosh, did you see the size of that bass? <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was a, it was a moment captured forever. Well, there's another moment that I actually still have on a VHS tape somewhere in my library. Uh, there's another Larry Nixon moment that uh, th that I think was almost as good, and uh, and and it was a, it was a, I think the direct quote quote was it's a damn gallon milk jug. <laughs> I remember it distinctly. <laughs> it was in the Bassmasters Classic at the Ohio River and. Uh, uh, the, the one that you won. Yes, sir. I actually pulled up on this jug. You know, I, I knew I hit something under the water. I'd thrown it a target, and out away from this target, I picked up on it a little bit, and I felt it stop. 
And I held it there just a second, and it went peck, peck, just like a bass. And I said, hold it, you know. So I jerked, and I got it by the, the handle. Well, this stupid jug swam off to the left, and then it kind of turned and started to the right. And I mean, I'm fighting this one for all it's worth. I just knew I had me a five or six pounder. <laughs> and then when I popped, when I when I caught a view of it under the water, I well, yeah, I did. I said it's a dang gallon milk. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember that. Uh, I remember that tape very well. And actually, that was prior to the uh, old Bassmaster TV shows. So. Oh, it was. Uh, that was. Uh, yes, it was. It was in a video that we. Uh, it was something. I don't remember, really remember who was filming at that moment, but it was definitely caught on camera. And that jug acted just like a bass for about <laughs> two or three good pulls. <laughs> hey, Larry, have you had a chance to fish out here in the West? I know you've been to the U.S. Open many times, but uh, other than Mead, have you have you spent much time fishing out here? No, I have not. I fished one time down in Southern California on a little lake while I was out there doing a sports show uh, for, you know, two or three hours, and, right. and we didn't do any good. But uh, I never have been out West other than Lake Mead, Lake Powell, two of my favorite lakes. Uh, for some reason, boy, I've always called them at Lake Mead. Do you miss the U.S. Opens? I mean, is it something you've ever kind of looked at the schedule and went, maybe I'll go back to meet and fish one of those? Yeah, I have. I, I kind of had a bad experience with a game warden out there last time I was there, and they actually even wrote me a ticket. And I said, at this point in time, I really don't care if I ever come back to this state. Because <laughs> it was not, you know, I was a legal uh, uh, boat. To, I had my dealer's license here in the state of Arkansas. Right. And you know how that goes. I had my own set of numbers. Yeah. And this girl would not leave me alone. On day one, she stopped me. On day two, she stopped me. And the first day of the tournament, she comes back and finds me again. And she said, sir, I called the revenue office, and your numbers do not give you the right to go out of the state of Arkansas and fish a tournament. And I, me and her talked forever and ever, and she's steadily writing. And I said, ma'am, I sure hate it, but if you go off out there in the middle of the lake somewhere and you break down, don't holler at me because I'm not coming to get you. <laughs> she took up an hour of my tournament time to write me a ticket for that, and uh, I even wrote the governor. I've done everything. I said, you know, it's not right that we come out there to promote a sport, spend a lot of money in your state. I said, I was legal. Right. Any way you look at it, I was legal. I said, but I'm paying this ticket, and I hope I don't ever see you again. <laughs> <laughs> and you haven't been back, so. I even had the governor or somebody in Arkansas write a letter out there, too. I mean, it hurt me so bad to get a ticket in competition that I didn't get over that for a while. Oh, man, there you go. <laughs> Guys, we, we're we're so lucky and pleased to uh, to get truly one of the legends in bass fishing on the show, uh, the Chevy Pro, Larry Nixon, and, and get an opportunity to hang out with you. Now, I know your buddies with Luke Clausen. Has Luke told you, have you been out yet to do a little bit of duck hunting in Washington with him and the boys? Because they've got a pretty good gig going. Yes, they do. I know it. He keeps telling me that I need to come out there, and I might just do it this year. I might, since I won this tournament, I think I can afford a plane ticket to Washington. Well, I tell you what, he's been telling me I need to come up there and do it. Him and Aaron Etrincamp and all those guys, I think maybe we ought to just do a combined trip, Larry. We'll go up there and shoot all of Luke's ducks for him. We might just do that. In fact, it may be before deer season gets real good. I don't know when when it opens up out there, but... That, but that would be fun. Yeah, it would be a great trip. Buddy, I really appreciate I know you've done, you know, 15 interviews this week, and uh, glad that you took time for us to do one, and uh, and really appreciate you spending a little bit of time with us, and, and uh, big fan. 
All right. Thank you very much. I've certainly enjoyed it. Thanks, Larry. Larry Nixon, guys, I think it's time we do a little pro tip. We're going to go, Chris. I don't know. We uh, we don't have the uh, the uh, lead-in for the Gone Fish and Marine Pro Tip. Chris is going to try to find that for us here somewhere. This is definitely a time of year that uh, our lakes are dropping. Uh, fishing's getting better if you're fishing on the lakes. They're starting to run the bait, and uh, it's time to be a little bit more versatile uh, if you want to get out there and catch a few fish. You want to uh, uh, pick up a drop shot, pick up uh, a, a crankbait, pick up some top water. Uh, a lot of different ways to catch those fish. They're going to be moving offshore and definitely going to be uh, able to uh, to catch those fish uh, a lot of different ways. Chris, play what you got in there, buddy. That's your pro tip of the week. Your pro tip this week comes from Marine Industry Certified Dealer Gone Fish and Marine, featuring the full line of mercury-powered nitro and bass tracker boats. From the Aluminum Pro 16 to the Bassmaster winning Z9, they have the right boat for your budget. With Gone Fishing's huge selection of the latest baits, rods, and reels, cutting-edge electronics, and a Mercury Premier Service Department at the ready, you get more time on the water and more fish in the boat. Visit them off I-80 in Dixon or online at gfmarine.com. Gone Fish and Marine, Mercury Outboards and Nitro Boats, tournament-tested, professionally proven. Do you have that old favorite lure in your tackle box that always catches fish? We all do. Chances are that lure is made from one of the many companies at Pradco. With brands like Rebel, Hedden, Bomber, Cordell, Smithwick, Arbogast, Excalibur, Booyah, and Yum, now every lure in your tackle box is a fish catcher. There are many new models and colors, as well as your old favorites, from top waters like the Hedden Super Spook to the Yum brand of soft plastics. The fish-catching lures from Pradco are proven tournament winners at affordable prices. You can see the complete line at LureNet.com or visit your favorite tackle store. With Pradco brand baits, you won't need to be lucky. Looking to increase your bass fishing knowledge and keep up to date with everything going on in the bass fishing world? Then WesternBass.com is your online source that will keep you in the middle of the fishing action, not just a forum. WesternBass.com offers an online magazine complete with fish catching tips in every article, video, photos, and special prices from advertisers every week. WesternBass.com hosts a free classified section to help you move that boat or extra tackle or find a fishing treasure. Tournament pages that notify you of upcoming tournaments and recent results. You may already be a fan of westernbass.com, and we invite you to explore all the links. We are sure you'll find some great bass fishing information you may have been missing. Westernbass.com, the largest bass fishing website in the West. Hey there, baby. I'm just a fish, a small fish in a big pond. Love me some good old clean water. California is home to some of the best swimming and boating anywhere. So dumping raw sewage into our waterways spreads disease, prolonged illness, and kills our friends, the fish. <laughs> that ain't cool, baby. So pump out your boat or use the restrooms before you go out to play. Log on to Boat Responsibly and get full details, pumping instructions, and a complete list of convenient pump-out locations. Dump at the pump. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. Clean is cool, baby. Yeah. Brought to you by the California Department of Boating and Waterways. If you haven't been into Sportsman's Warehouse in Rockland for a while, it's time you get back in. They're restocked, and the pegs are loaded with everything you fish with. The Rockland Sportsman's Warehouse has been your outdoor outfitter for over five years. Sportsman's Warehouse is fully stocked with all the brands you need, like Lucky Craft, Yozuri, Rapala, Owner, Snagproof, Bomber, Lure Jensen, Head and Strike King, and their great wall of plastics. It includes RoboWorm, Yamamoto, Berkeley, Zoom, Huddleston, Spro, Talon, and more. They carry a complete line of electronics and marine accessories. They'll get you out in the elements, cold or hot, rain or shine. They have all your outdoor clothing needs. Check them out at sportsmanswarehouse.com for more information or directions. They're open seven days a week, Fridays and Saturdays till 9. Sportsman's Warehouse, 6640 Lone Tree Boulevard in Rockland. It's a place for anglers, hunters, and outdoorsmen to get everything you need. 
When I take my friends or family fishing, I make sure everyone's wearing life jackets. Last year, a friend of mine fell overboard, got tangled up in the lines, couldn't swim, and panicked. His life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out. Does that make me feel like a hero? Actually, yeah, it does. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket oath and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets. Go to BoatCalifornia.com or check us out on Facebook. The California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. Now, back to Ultimate Bass with Ken Brown. Hey, guys, we're back. <clears throat> we are back. How cool was it to get uh, to get to hook up with Larry Nixon? As we told you, the uh, voting has started for the Bassmaster postseason, and uh, eight guys have qualified into the postseason. The rest of them uh, putting it up for a fan vote. No silly voting by regions this year. You can uh, just log on to Bassmaster.com, go to the All-Star Votes, and you can pick the four guys you want. And this guy, well... Like any good politician in an election year, he's here for your vote. Joining us now, Toyota truck team member, Triton boat team member, our old buddy, the G-Man, Gerald Swindle. Good morning, Mr. Swindle. How you doing, Ken? What's happening, big dog? Oh, I'm watching the weather, see if it's going to rain here in Alabama, just doing what we do on Saturday mornings. Is that what you do? You get a little getting getting ready for football. What does, does dove season not open down there, or what? Well, we got college football starts today, and we did a little high school football last night. But I think uh, my wife and I is actually going to go fishing in a little private lake here. If we don't get too much rain, we're going to go catch some. Now, does Leanne catch more fish than you do? She can, but she said she wanted to go on a trip where she just catches a bunch. She don't want to go practice on no lake. She don't want to do none of that. She wants to go catch fish. She doesn't want you to go, okay, we got to go. We're catching too many. Right. She's going <laughs> to catch every one of them. She gets mad at them, but she's a pretty good little fisherman. Well, that's uh, that's good. You know, that's a, that's a good deal because I've seen some of her deer pictures, and I think she might shoot more deer than you do. She can shoot them now. I ain't going to – they ain't no need to lie. That's the reason you don't ever teach a woman to shoot because she can shoot you. Yeah. And that say you won't never mess with this woman because she will shoot you. She's packing heat in her purse. She can shoot a bow. She can shoot a rifle. She's deadly. <laughs> I promise you. I promise you. Well, man, it was a it was a pretty good season for the G-Man going back to the classic Grand Lake, Alabama. You, you excited for that one? I am. You know, I'm thinking that uh, this may. But I, mean, I guess I'll just be dead honest with you. I hadn't been excited about a winter classic ever. I'm not crazy about them because all we ever do is freeze to death. Yeah. So it's hard to get really fired up for Grand. I know it could be great. Uh, I know that everybody says we could break the records and the weights could be phenomenal, but. You know, what normally happens is we get there and the water temperature is 41, rolling mud, and we suffer through a week of practice with two bites and sit in a hotel room and freeze to death. But, I, you know, I know they that typically Oklahoma can have bad weather that time of year, so I'm trying not to get too, you know, thinking, oh, it's going to be a wide-open spinnerbait or a cranking term or something like that. It could be a very cold, brutal tournament. Exactly. It, uh, you know, they they uh, talked about, you know, last year they had a very uh, nice February in Oklahoma, and then we reminded them two years ago they had the biggest blizzard that ever hit Oklahoma uh, well, on the same I weekend. Think that could happen. I, we're gonna call this. We've nicknamed it the uh, the Iron Man Classic because <laughs> it's an hour and forty minute drive to the lake to the boat ramp. Yeah, yeah. So you know, the guy that wins this is most definitely going to be. Uh, like a sleep, like a food. You're going to be running on just pure adrenaline. This is going to be an Iron Man. And if it gets as cold as 
what they had a couple of years ago is truly going to be an Ironman classic. Without a doubt, without a doubt. Well, let's talk. Uh, uh, let's talk real quick about uh, the scenario with our buddy Mike McClellan and uh, whether or not. Uh, do you go and fish the open to let McClellan into the classic on Grand Lake, or do you not want McClellan at the classic at Grand Lake? How's that one going to unfold? Uh, I think as a, as a professional, uh, across the board to elite series anglers, them guys have got to go out of respect that he's an elite series angler, whether you want him in or not. Uh, you know, my deal is if it was on Smith Lake and, uh, I, I had another strong local that could be in there with me. I would not want to just block him out to start with. You know, if, you, if you're going to win it, you put the best in and mix it up, and, and, and people's worked hard for it. So I think as a professional, those guys have got to go out of respect to him and fish and, and put him in. Of course, you know, what I've gathered, and, and I guess you've heard it too, uh, I've been a little bit shocked that the, pretty much the media has already given the tournament to Jason Christie and the trophy and the check that told us don't even come out there. Now, careful, not all the media did that. I have stood up and said Jason Christie's never – he's won tournaments in February at Grand Lake, but he's never won the Bassmasters Classic, and he's never fished against Gerald and Skeet and KVD and Ike and the boys in February well, at I Grand Lake. I don't know. Uh, I was really blown away by that. Well, a few people I talked to were like, well, it's over. It's done. And I'm yeah. thinking, Really? I mean, uh, he's never had a hundred boats chase him around. <laughs> Probably not, huh? <laughs> it's hard to throw a jerk bait and let it sit 25 seconds when your boat's rocking and rolling like people skiing behind you. So it's different. Uh, I'm sure he's very capable of winning, uh, and I'm sure he knows how it's going to be won. But when you put all that mixed in, the helicopters, the, the boat traffic, the pressure, anything can happen. James Overstreet peeking at you through that great big old lens. Well, just, you know, you got yeah. 50 guys there that are laying it all out on the line, and some of them are operating off adrenaline, and things can happen. You know, there's game day players. There's, there it could be a federation guy come out there and just blast us. So I hate to see them give it to him so quick without letting the guys fight him off. Exactly, exactly. Hey, let's talk about Toyota uh, Tundra All-Star voting. Guys can get on in uh, no silly regions this year, which is kind of cool. You can just pick four favorite guys and run with it. I think it's better that way. You yeah. Know, last year. Uh, I've been real fortunate the last two years I was inside the top eight, and then this year I find myself outside the top eight, so I'm having to get voted in. Uh, and I think it's a great way to get the fans to interact. I do like the fact that it's not regions. Uh, you know, in my kind of campaign speech, is save the redneck nation. You know, if you want a redneck in there, send me to, send me to Illinois. I'm there. You know, I, I hate to break Brent Chapman's streak. I mean, he's beat me in every day gum tournament, so I hate to just let him down on this one. I'd like to go and let him do it one more time. I hate to, hate to not be there, huh? I hey, mean, you don't want to break a streak. Can you hang on through a break? Yeah. All right, we're going to hang on, guys. We're with the G-Man, Gerald Swindle. We're going to jump into a set of breaks. We come back. More Swindleisms. We're going to find out who Confucius is. Stick around. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. Hey, you looking for a fishing getaway that won't cost a fortune in gas? Party Lake Recreation Area is the place located 30 miles southeast of Sacramento. Party Lake is one of the most beautiful facilities in the motherlode, and the best thing is it's a fishing lake. No jet skis or wakeboarders make it a quiet fishing getaway. Party Lake owns the state record smallmouth bass, and double-digit largemouth fall victim to swim baits every week. If you're chasing bass, trout, kokanee, catfish, or bluegill, you're sure to hook up at Party Lake. Party stocks thousands of catchable trout each month. A six 
six-lane boat ramp, fish cleaning station, marina, tackle shop, boat rentals, fuel, and a well-stocked store, as well as newly remodeled coffee shop, have everything you need. If your weekend getaway calls for more than just fishing, Jackson Rancheria Casinos just minutes away with top-name entertainment, casino gaming, and five-star hotel accommodations, and your Jackson Rancheria Dreamcatcher card will reward you with VIP treatment, rooms, meals, and more. So the next time you're looking for a weekend getaway that won't break the bank, head out to Pardee Lake Recreation Area and Jackson Rancheria Hotel and Casino and catch a dream. To stop the spread of Kaga mussels, Pardee Lake requires your boat to be clean and dry and will be inspected at the ramp. Hi everyone, Kent Brown from Ultimate Bass. I want to introduce you to an accessory that I have on my bass boat that everyone needs. The Moto Stop Motor Support is designed for two and four stroke outboards made by Mercury, Yamaha, and Honda. The Moto Stop is made from 6061 aluminum and the bushings and pads are a durable polyurethane. The Moto Stop slides over the trim rods of your motor and secures it in place while towing. Old style motor supports damage your gear case and connect your outboard directly to your trailer, causing unnecessary jarring and wear. The Moto Stop eliminates this completely. Available at leading boat dealers and online at moto-stops.com. Add the Moto Stop motor support to your bass boat's outboard and never look back. Hey there, baby. I'm just a fish, a small fish in a big pond. Love me some good old clean water. California is home to some of the best swimming and boating anywhere. So dumping raw sewage into our waterways spreads disease, prolonged illness, and kills our friends, the fish. (laughs) That ain't cool, baby. So pump out your boat or use the restrooms before you go out to play. Log on to BoatResponsibly.com and get full details, pumping instructions, and a complete list of convenient pump-out locations. Dump at the pump. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. Clean is cool, baby. Yeah. Brought to you by the California Department of Boating and Waterways. If you're looking to buy a new Mercury-powered Triton boat or already own one, Gone Fishing in Dixon is your place to call home. From the aluminum VT-16 to the Tournament Tough 21XS, Gone Fishing's lineup of Triton boats offers the most advanced design, ride, performance, and safety features in the industry. With Triton Gold Tournament bonuses and Gone Fishing's award-winning Mercury Premier Service Center by your side, the advantages to being a Triton boat owner were never greater. Visit us right off I-80 in Dixon as Gone Fishing Marine, Mercury Outboards, and Triton Boats bring you Ultimate Bass University, the third Tuesday of every month at 6.30. Find out more at GF Marine. When I take my friends or family fishing, I make sure everyone's wearing life jackets. Last year, a friend of mine fell overboard, got tangled up in the lines, couldn't swim, and panicked. His life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out. Does that make me feel like a hero? Actually, yeah, it does. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket oath and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets. Go to BoatCalifornia.com or check us out on Facebook. The California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. If you're wondering where to find the most exciting advancements in real technology, look no further than Okuma Fishing Tackle. I'm talking about the Superlight Helios and Komodo Baitcast and Reel. Dollar for dollar, they stand alone against all others. On the water, nothing moves faster than the Okuma Trio High Speed Spinning Reel. 6.2 to 1 gear retrieve moves fast. Trio High Speed Spinning Reels make success simple. Cover more water and catch more fish. Catch all these reels online or at your local dealer. Check out okumafishing.com. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Ken Brown. Hey, guys, we are back, and we're hanging out with Gerald Swindle, the G-Man. Gerald, uh, looking for your vote, the Toyota Tundra uh, All-Star season. Gerald, they can get on there and vote. Now, I noticed early in the week you kind of had a prize package uh, for people that voted for you. Did they tell you you couldn't do that, or uh, are you still doing that? Oh, we can still do it. It's still there. And, and what I thought, you know, last year a lot of guys had said, oh, if I win the tournament, I'll give money to charity, I'll do this. And I thought, you know what, this is a fan vote. Mm-hmm. 
it's for the fans. So what a better way is to give something to the fans. So you're giving that really cool tundra away, aren't you? Yeah, sir. I, I'm gonna give my boat and my truck and my bow and my gun. I'm just gonna no, I'm just kidding. Nice. We're gonna do a twenty-five hundred dollar prize package, uh, fifteen hundred dollars worth of tackle, and a thousand dollars for expenses. Uh, and there's gonna be a, a, a kind of I got a board select that's going to. Uh, Go through my Facebook and pick out the biggest G-Man fan and send them right on up to, uh, uh, you know, to, to the postseason deal if I go. And, and it doesn't say if I win the tournament. It just says if I'm simply uh, voted in that I'm going to give this away. And I thought, you know, give something back to the fans and, and it gives them a reason to kind of get involved. So that was my, my strategy there, everything from Lucky Crafts to an XO. I'm actually just going to take an XO rod and reel out of my boat and the jersey that I'm wearing. I mean, it's pretty much a, a loaded tackle pack, uh, Oakley sunglasses. It's all there. It's going to be a pretty cool tackle pack. So you guys get on. That's uh, everybody who's uh, on your Facebook page, Gerald Swindle Facebook page. And uh, you put some interesting stuff on your Facebook page, don't you? I get kind of bored, you know. And uh, uh, <laughs> when we're driving, I start posting. My wife just shakes her head, you know, and that's... Uh, I started some old Confucius sayings, and it was funny because my wife was like, well, who is Confucius? And I said, well, he was really a Chinese philosopher. He's a really smart guy, and he kind of had all these sayings, and I said, it kind of got twisted now where it's funny. So, you know, there's so many of them, and it was, uh, it's weird to see sometimes I think people just need a laugh, Kent. People just need a little break from the everyday grind, and it was because I would just make up some random, you know, Facebook post about Confucius and immediately get all the feedback from it so it's kind of fun to me because that's my sense of humor so confucius now lives in alabama he lives in alabama and he and he rides in a tundra to the that's bass master exactly elite right. series he just rides around in a rap toyota tundra and he looks around to make up confucius sayings that's uh that works pretty well it works pretty well it's uh it's always fun to follow along with you on uh on your facebook page and uh, kind of see where gerald's going hanging out and, and for a lot of our fans they don't know they know the fishing side of gerald swindle uh if they don't watch hunting tv shows they don't know uh, about the other side of gerald swindle you've got your own tv show uh uh, doing a little hunting too, don't we you? We got it. We got the Outdoor Channel on uh, Tuesday nights at uh, seven, and we come on. Uh, we start airing every July the first and air through uh, December thirty first, uh, the whole uh, third and fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So you can go on the Outdoor Channel and check us out. It's called the Moultrie Hit List. I actually uh, do that show with uh, another great angler, Andy Morgan, off the FLW circuit, and they kind of let us do a bow hunting show when they come to us and said. We want raw, real guys bow hunting and how it is. And uh, they really kind of let us can't keep it honest. You know, we hang our own stands. We do our own personal leases. Uh, we have a lot of failure and we shoot a lot of small bucks, but it is what it is. You know, when you're bow hunting, uh, it's a lot like fishing. The failure rate's high, and especially when you got a camera behind you. So, yeah, that's been like an easy job for me because I'm going hunting anyway, and all i got to do is be my regular old dumb self, and everything comes together. So it's been kind of fun. Perfect, perfect. Hey, buddy, appreciate you hanging out with us on Saturday morning. Uh, you better go refill Leanne's coffee cup, and uh, I hope it doesn't rain too hard, pal. We're fixing to put that trident in this stock lake, and we're fixing to catch him. There you go, buddy. Uh, as always, uh, fun to talk to you. Guys, get on his Facebook page, Gerald Swindle. You never know. You might uh, get that $2,500 package. Get to hang out with uh, Gerald. And uh, always fun to catch up with you, pal. We'll uh, talk to you soon. 
I think we lost Gerald, but uh, check out his Facebook page uh, and check out his website, GeraldSwindle.com. Uh, I think we're uh, uh, just hanging with Gerald. I know Chris is back there fixing something back in the control room. We have things uh, blowing up here at the KHTK studio. We might be starting California Sportsman uh, a little bit late, but uh, that's okay. We'll we'll let him uh, get away with that. Guns Fishing and other stuff wants to remind you. Coming up, uh, that's going to be on uh, Thursday night, September the 6th from 6 to 7 p.m. Our buddy Robbie Chickasaw is going to be doing a seminar down there. So make sure you get in, uh, hang out with Robbie. He'll be uh, doing a seminar there. Always fun to uh, hook up with him and, uh, and catch up with uh, with Robbie, he does a, a great job fishing down on the Delta, one of the River to Sea Pro Staffers. So uh, that's going to be uh, going to be a lot of fun. And and as well, if you guys are uh, uh, getting on there and voting for the postseason anglers, uh, check that out at uh, Bassmaster.com. You can get on there and register and uh, and vote. Chris, if uh, you want to take us to our last couple of commercials and get us out of here, you look a little stressed in there. He looks like a Boston Red Sox fan waiting for a New York Yankee uh, playoff game or something in there. I don't know what he's doing. Stick around, guys.